everybody, and welcome back to the Out to Be podcast. It's your host, Katie Zaccardi, and this is the place for all things wellness, mindset, and mental health in the music industry, which, let's be honest, we all need now more than ever during this COVID-19 pandemic that we are all collectively dealing with. And this virus, this thing that we're all dealing with, leads me to today's podcast topic. And today I want to talk about creating space. Now, most of us are in quarantine or at least are taking precautions and staying at home. I'm out here in New York, so we're like a month into quarantine now. This is not new. We're kind of like settling in. And I think that for the first few weeks where this was really new, there was so much going on. And the truth is that there is still so much going on. And I was doing it too. As soon as this happened, I was like, oh my gosh, there's so much content ideas I have. There's so many things that I want to say about this and make sure that my community is supported. And I want to be able to collaborate with other music industry coaches so that I can support their communities. And there was a lot happening. You as an artist might have felt, okay, I All my gigs got canceled, so let me start to move things online. Let me get on Instagram Live. Let me do whatever it might be, some sort of virtual showcase or or any of those things. And it feels good. It does feel good to be able to pivot, of course, and get things done. And we do still want to make sure that we're running things as usual and we're not just abandoning everything. I do truly believe that. But I also think that there's something to be said for creating some space during this time. And what I mean by that is basically having downtime away from social media and not having so much pressure to perform, to execute, to get stuff done. Now, if you're listening to this and you resonate, please let me know on Instagram because I think that there's a lot happening over the last month, especially around this like comparisonitis and putting pressure on ourselves to do, 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 do. But the truth is that that's likely not really serving us right now. If you are somewhat empathic or really feel the emotions of the people or the things happening around you, then you might feel extra drained during this time. Or maybe just the stress of watching the news um, or supporting loved ones or if you know someone who's sick, that can be really draining energetically and emotionally and physically because of all of those things. So doing while it can provide some sort of feeling of accomplishment and positivity and things like that it can also sometimes be a distraction from us really feeling into our emotions and using this as a time to sort of evolve and do some personal development work and get in touch with what we're feeling and why we're feeling it and then be able to move forward in a positive way so I was listening to a podcast by Sahara Rose and she's in the spiritual world and she was sort of talking about a similar topic, um, but more from her lens as like a healer, as she'll call herself. And she said something really funny, which was that we can't all be on Instagram live forever. (laughs) Like this is not going to last. And I was cracking up because especially in the music industry, Every night at like 7 o'clock Eastern, there's like 400 people going live on Instagram. And this is the other thing she said was, we don't really want to watch it. And I was like, girl, you are speaking to me because I don't want to watch these Instagram lives. And this is coming from someone who does Instagram lives or at least did some Instagram lives a couple weeks ago. And I'll, I'll do them occasionally, right? I never 
I, or I shouldn't say never, but I rarely watch people's Instagram lives. Now, I can't speak for everyone. Some people, I'm sure, do enjoy watching them and do tune in regularly. Obviously, otherwise they wouldn't exist. But I was laughing so hard at this because I was like, this is so true. We're not going to go the rest of our lives <laughs> with every single person going live on Instagram around that time and doing, 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 going, going, going. And it's not just because it will get draining if you keep doing it endlessly, but it's also because I don't know necessarily that this is what the collective people want. And and I feel almost like I kind of wanted to call that out for a while, but in the music industry, I was hesitating to do it because I don't want to make it seem like I'm telling artists like, don't go on Instagram live. It's a waste of time. You know, you're, you need to make that pivot for your gigs, but Instagram live is like a stupid way to do it. I don't, I really don't want it to sound like that's, um, what I'm saying here because it's totally not what I'm saying here. But, and I think that I love when I accidentally click on people going live on Instagram because like, let's be honest, that's what happens is it's an accident. And I love seeing the artists who do post their Venmos and they share things and they're performing and, it's really cool to see that, but I don't have the bandwidth to tune into every single person's live every single night. It's just not possible. And you don't either. Nope. No person does. So I think that now more than ever, it's a time to do less, but to make what you're doing more meaningful. And what I mean by that is, for instance, Aaron McAndrew and I, we hosted a quarantine party for musicians. Now, this quarantine party was a really, really fun, low-key Zoom party where we did a training and we had, obviously, a lot of people, other women in the music industry come on and hold space and listen to our training. And then we had a discussion and Q&A where Aaron and I could answer any questions from the community. And then we had performances. And that felt like a really intimate and a really um, meaningful and powerful way to connect with people, to have that connection in a way that felt really genuine, to be able to provide some education and support um, from Aaron and I as coaches. And for everyone who attended there, including Aaron and I, felt so good, so high energy by the time the night was over. Now, this is just an example, and I bring it up to say that something like that, where I kind of created space, I didn't do much else for the whole week leading up to it, but then we had this one specific event that really made a difference, that really left me feeling so much more fulfilled than a lot of the other things that I have been doing did. And so I bring that up just so that I can show you an example and encourage you to ask the question, how can I do what I'm doing in a more effective way, in a way that is less energetically draining and still very, very fulfilling for me and maybe from a money perspective, fulfilling as well. So maybe instead of many Instagram lives or, you know, spending eight hours a day on music, you can ask yourself, how can I do less but still get more out of it? Do you have the ability to outsource? Do you have the ability to take some things off your plate and just honestly postpone some projects or re-strategize things or whatever it might look like? Do you have the ability to maybe create one event that you do every couple weeks that's maybe a little bit like bigger, a little bit better, maybe a little bit longer, but it allows you to just conserve your energy and focus on one thing that you're promoting, one thing that you're doing instead of multiple. So I I urge you to just ask yourself, how can I do less 
but still be able to achieve the same results. Now, if you're totally lost here, then maybe that's a good opportunity for you to get some support, get a coach. I have my one-on-one coaching program open right now, actually, so you can go and apply for that at bit.ly slash outtobecoaching if you are intrigued and are looking for more support to be able to create space and still achieve the same, if not higher, results in your music career right now. But at the very least, this creating space is an opportunity for us to just distance ourselves and I laugh because we are all social distancing so to say but I think that it's a good time to go within instead of going without and I want to remind you all that I'm literally coming to you recording this podcast because this is something that I just went through this is something I've been going through alongside you I like many probably listening to this have recently discovered TikTok. Now, I knew TikTok existed. I have a 16-year-old sister. She's been doing TikTok dances since the summer. I just only in the past few weeks or like a month ago started getting on TikTok and I didn't create an account until a couple weeks ago and I have fully been sucked in. And let me tell you, if you thought the Instagram scroll was bad, the TikTok scroll is so much worse. Because there's nothing else but videos and you just keep going and going and going and all of the videos are so funny and or very heartwarming and it's just like an endless loop and you don't want to get off of it. This is the truth. (laughs) This is the truth. I am addicted to TikTok, okay? Now, I have to make the conscious choice every single day and especially in the evening time don't do it. Don't get sucked in. Now, I'm going to go on TikTok. I'm going to create TikToks. I think it's really fun. But I have to give myself the space of like, this doesn't have to take up my whole day. Can I go a day maybe on the weekend where I just am totally away from my phone? It's something that I have had to really challenge myself with because it's there. Like I, the other night, just spent hours on it. I was bored out of my mind and I didn't really feel like watching TV. I didn't really feel like being on the computer or even talking to someone. I was just on social media, scrolling, 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 intaking, intaking, intaking so much information, so much content. And at the end of the day, it doesn't really feel good. You know, if you do it late at night and then you wake up the next morning, you didn't get a good night's sleep. You don't feel good if you waste your day or your morning scrolling on TikTok and then all of a sudden it's one o'clock and you realize that you like feel disgusting and you're still in your pajamas and you like don't want to move but you feel just gross. It doesn't feel good. Now listen, once more I'm going to put the disclaimer of I'm not saying that you shouldn't spend days chilling and giving yourself some grace to binge watch TV and to scroll and whatnot. Like we're all going to have those days to totally veg out. It's about the balance, right? It's about the balance. So what I'm saying is that lately it's not those days, right? Or it's not even like a couple days in a row where we just chill out, veg out, scroll, watch, whatever it is. It's every day. And that's the problem because every day we are just on this endless loop of consumption and watching and then trying to also execute and perform. And we don't need to do that. (laughs) We do not need to do that. Doing less is going to serve you so much more. And this doesn't just go for social media. It also goes for, again, circling back, (laughs) This is going to be a very circular podcast. I didn't write an outline. I didn't write a script. I just literally sat down and pressed record. So 
excuse me if I'm going around in circles, but I just want to say I was inspired to share this message. But it also applies to, again, how we're showing up in our music career. I had a client tell me, you know, I just feel like there's so many things I could or should be doing right now. And I really want to work on releasing my single that I've been trying to do for many, many months. But at the same time, I feel like if I say no to co-writes or if I say no to virtual gig opportunities, that I'm like missing out and that I'm burning a bridge and burning a relationship with someone in the music industry. And I don't want to do that. And to her and to everyone, I (laughs) encourage you all to not be afraid to say no. Now, in that instance in particular, I'd recommend keeping it simple and just saying something along the lines of, hey, thank you so much for thinking of me. Right now, my focus is on XYZ for her, maybe. Right now, my focus is on really working on my upcoming single and prepping that. So I don't really have the bandwidth to take that on and I don't want to overwhelm myself by adding something more to the plate. Again, thank you so much for thinking of me. It sounds like a great opportunity and I hope I can participate sometime in the future. That's just one example of how you might respond to that. But I want to give that to you and encourage you guys to say no if it doesn't feel good. So definitely get clear on what it is you do want your focus to be on and you do want to prioritize right now. I highly recommend focusing in on one thing, not many so that you have extra space in your day to tune in to meditate or read or take a walk or spend time with family or whatever it might be. And you don't feel super stressed and don't feel like you are having to keep up with some unrealistic expectation of what you are supposed to think you're supposed to be putting out, right? So that's an example. And now another example that really came to life for for me in particular was this like need of everyone being like, oh my God, let's do like Zoom happy hour hangouts and let's do FaceTime things and whatnot. And I personally find this very, very draining. Now I consider myself to be an extrovert, but I don't know what it is. I don't know what exactly it is, but I have not felt aligned with hopping on FaceTime calls every second of every day. And sometimes I do end up being in the mood and sometimes I will spontaneously call my friends, but I've had this like dilemma and this push and pull of what do I do if a friend reaches out to me and asks me to do a FaceTime call or she just calls me and... I don't want to talk. <laughs> like, I know it's it might sound selfish. And I have this battle in my mind, too, because I want to make sure that I'm not isolating myself. Although I'm in a house with four other people, so I'm really not isolating myself socially because I'm talking to them all the time. But there's something where I know I have to simply honor what feels aligned and also honor my energy. And to me, I just feel this, like, deep drain sometimes when I think even think about FaceTiming with people or like spending hours on a Zoom call and I don't want to do it. I just don't want to do it. Like that's the truth. I don't want to do it. There's there's not much more to it that other than I don't want to do it and it feels like it's going to be really draining to me. So I have been trying to figure out, okay, how do I want to approach this? Like how do I want to approach this with friends? Because there's no reason for me to say no, right? And so this is like the main point and why I think it's been so hard for us all to create that space and to even acknowledge that there's space to be created is because it feels like we don't have a reason to say no to anything right now because we're all just sitting at home 
quote-unquote doing nothing. But just because you're at home doesn't mean you're doing nothing, first of all. And it also doesn't mean that you're not allowed to set boundaries and to say no to things that you don't want to do. Whether it's a gig, whether it's a Zoom hangout call, whether it's, you know, binge watching a movie or a TV show or scrolling through TikTok or Instagram and getting lost in the loop. You can say yes to all of those things if it feels aligned with you and when it feels aligned with you. But if at any time it doesn't, then give yourself the permission to say no and to release that burden that you're putting on yourself of saying yes and of being a people pleaser and being too scared to speak up for yourself and set boundaries and say no and or turn down an opportunity or a hangout session because it simply doesn't feel good to you. So I know I kind of went a little bit around, around, around (laughs) in this podcast episode, but the moral of the story is that we're all flooded with opportunities right now, which seems a little weird given the fact that everything is shut down. But through that has come so much doing. And I want to offer a different perspective, which is to use this time to really quiet down, to shut off the noise, to look within. And when I say that, I mean doing things like reading, journaling, tapping into gratitude, moving your body with yoga or a walk or a dance party or whatever it might be. Connecting with people in a way that feels good to you, whether it's just really, really connecting with those who you're maybe quarantined with, or maybe it is doing a FaceTime call um, at a rate that feels good to you. So maybe like once a week or once a day or whatever it is with a friend and getting that connection in an intimate way, as well as being able to really take time to feel your emotions, feel what's coming up, and work through it in a way that serves you instead of piling so much onto your schedule that you are distracting yourself and you are allowing yourself to not feel what's coming up. Because the truth is that if you keep doing that, eventually all of those things Like all of those things are going to go away. All the distractions are going to end eventually. And you're going to be faced with just like a shit ton of feelings that you're going to have to work through at some point. So let's not make misery for our future selves. Let's use this time where we do have time and space already created to go within, to work through, to do that work. Now, again, if you want support, and I highly recommend you do get support through this, through this journey, both in terms of doing that personal work, doing that emotional healing, as well as figuring out how you can best make the most of this from a music career strategy standpoint, and how you can make money in your music career and still be able to move forward with um, positive momentum without burning yourself out and without stacking your schedule to the brim, then I highly recommend you apply for my one-on-one coaching program If this is something you want help with, and like I said, I really recommend that you get that support. My one-on-one coaching program is now accepting applications. Today is the last day. So if you're listening to this live on Wednesday, April 22nd, this is the last day to apply. Applications close tonight, and I'm really excited to dive in and read those applications and welcome a few new people to the one-on-one coaching program. 
It's a really high touch, really intimate program, and it's perfect for someone who's ready and willing to make that change, to do that personal growth, personal development, as well as grow their music career and fine tune their music career strategy. So if that's you, this program is perfect for you. I invite you to apply at bit.ly slash out to be coaching. And once you apply, my team will review your application and we'll invite you to an interview call if it looks like it's a good fit. And from there, we'll talk a little bit more and you'll have the opportunity to officially be invited to join the program. So I can't wait to meet all of you who do apply. I'm sending you so much love, whoever you are, wherever you are listening. We are all in this together. I invite you to examine how you can create a little bit more space in your life today as we go through this time and how you can do a little bit less so that you can create a little bit more. Create love, create happiness, create fulfillment, whatever it might be. Now is your time to really rest and rejuvenate. That's all for today's episode. I will talk to you all next week. And if you loved this week's episode, be sure to screenshot this episode, share it with a friend, tag me on Instagram at Katie Zaccardi and at out to be podcast when you do. And if you want to take it a step further, go ahead and head to the iTunes store or wherever you listen to podcasts and rate and review us. It makes such a big difference and it will help us to continue to grow the out to be podcast community so that we can support even more women in music. So go ahead and do that. I would be so appreciative. And otherwise, I will talk to you all next week.